podcast. On a podcast. <laughs> About that. Uh, welcome to our podcast. Episode two. Episode two. I am Rachel FJ. Uh, me llamo Richie FJ. And um, I'm going to crack a beer. <laughs> it's a late night podcast. It's 7.45 to me on a school night. That is midnight. Yeah. I'm so tired. I'm also not wearing a bra. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. Same. Uh, you'll notice we did not say our podcast name to start this episode, and there's a reason for that. What's the reason? First uh, episode, our uh, our legal team reached out to us and informed us that there's already a podcast and other entities that have the name Trauma Llama Ding Dong. And it's really only one entity. That podcast is only discoverable on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was recorded on Zoom. So it's <clears throat> different than what we're doing. But didn't, didn't someone say that there was a, a brewery or something too? Yeah, but like people, there's words and we all use them and share them. And sometimes we put them in the same order and then mm-hmm. you get sued. Yeah. So we have changed the name of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Would you like to, would you like to, wait, 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 do I have a drum roll? Do I have a drum roll? I have a drum beat. Okay, ready? Here we go. This is the drum roll. The new name of our podcast is... Traumatize me, Cap'n. Amazing. A serial joke? Are you kidding? Traumatize me, Captain. <laughs> I love that because it's funny. Um, I will have to draw a brand new poster for <laughs> everything. Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. It's a little art project for me. I like that. Yeah. And we're going to have to change all of our uh, links and stuff, which is going to be a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Because... Um, Traumatize Me Captain is original to us, <laughs> as far as I know. And if that, if I get an email that says that podcast already exists, I am going to name it The FJ Experience. <laughs> Joe Rogan can suck it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Okay. 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 Um, we did receive a lot of good feedback on episode one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did. I got a lot of messages, a lot of texts, um, positive and negative. No one talks to me, so. That's, I just feel like that's not true. Not about this, anyway. I know Stevie was texting you about it. Oh, well, he was just saying that. Don't we disregard your friendship. <laughs> it wasn't like technical feedback about the podcast. He just said something that I said was funny. That's feedback. Well, yeah. It's positive feedback. Even if it's not negative, it's still feedback. Okay. Your depression's showing, honey. Yeah. <clears throat> I got some good feedback, though. Um, feedback number one was that was from myself that I'm a lot louder than you. <laughs> so my mic is turned down a little bit more. And Richie's is turned almost all the way up because you are a whispery boy. I'm also just trying to think of uh, the kid that we just put to sleep. Well, yeah, kid Schmidt. Put to bed, not put to sleep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> For legal reasons. <laughs> Our legal team can sit down, okay? <laughs> it's a joke. Um, yeah, I got feedback A that you were, we were called NPR quiet, great radio voice, soothing. (laughs) People love the gossip. Oh yeah. Yeah. So win, 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 win. Win. Like, uh, like a Vietnamese family. Okay. We're going to stop that right there. We're going (laughs) to shut that down right now. (laughs) Um, I also got feedback that our microphones were... Blocking our beautiful faces. So this is for you, Josh Feierstein. We fixed it. Uh, he did ask before he gave the feedback, which I love. 
Yeah. He said, can I give you some unsolicited feedback? And I was like, yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. Because I did find when I first started getting the feedback, like, mm, did you know there's already a podcast with that name on YouTube? And I was like, ugh. And then the feedback was like, we can't find the YouTube link. <laughs> I was mm. like, well, because I can't figure out YouTube, I guess. Uh, okay, yes. I guess. I turned into Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out the YouTube link. It, was take, it took a whole day to upload. And then it failed. And then I had to do it again after our account was verified. And it uploaded in a couple hours. So we got that figured out. Um, but I was a little defensive. I, got, I found myself getting a little defensive. Yeah. And then I stopped and I thought about how that was the first podcast we'd ever made. Mm-hmm. It was literally, literally round one. Yeah. And the people giving these, this feedback are either avid podcast, podcast listeners or people who have their own podcasts already. Yeah. So I very quickly shut myself down. And I was like, girl, you need to take a breath and accept the feedback because these people are trying to make your podcast as good as you want it to be. Yeah. You know? As it can be, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we open feedback with, um, with open arms. Especially positive, especially positive feedback. Um, we also got feedback that <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned a lot of comedians in episode one, telling our story, talking about what was going on. Um, and there was one person who was very upset that he was not named, and he will remain unnamed. Really? <laughs> really? Oh, I was gonna. He eat him said up. he said it was me erasure <laughs> because we <laughs> left. He's a he's a comedian couple. We forgot about him when we were talking about comedian couples, and he was there for one of our like dates where Brody Stevens. Remember when he drummed on our table? Yeah. Uh, at the Super Secret Show. Shout out to Mike and Monica in Seattle. Cameron. And Cameron, Brody Stevens came, and Richie and I sat in the front row, and we had hadn't started dating yet, but we were about to. Yeah, we and were at Holden Hands pre dating stage. Yeah, dog. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Brody Stevens used our table as a drum, and I vividly remember all the dent marks on that because t- it was a he metal table. He fucked up that table. Yeah. He fucked it up. I wish I, I wish I had that table. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, and it was after the show was over. The comedy show was over. Yeah. And they were playing like his walk-off music, and he was just like, mm, actually, I'm not going to go anywhere. And he pulled out drumsticks mm-hmm. from his asshole. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> and he chose us. He zeroed in on us. Yeah. Everyone else had started to get up and leave, but, you know, like, if a legend is drumming on your table, you can't... You can't get up? Yeah. And then everyone was, like, circled around us. Yeah. And it it was uh, quite the experience. I'll never forget it. Yeah, same. And may he rest in peace. Um, So this person was very upset we did not say his name. And um, I don't know if I'm going to say his name or not. What do you think? Do you think we should say it? Technically, you've already said his last name. Did I? I can't find the the YouTube. Oh, Link. I see. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, It was Keenan Link. It was Keenan Link. And he can catch these hands. Okay. (laughs) That's the last time I ever say your name on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also got delightful (laughs) feedback from one of my very best friends, Jayla Waitchie. Oh, yeah? She was looking at the clip, and she said, whatever you're doing with the lights, you need to, like, fix it because it's washing you out and you can't see your eyebrows. And I had to break the news to her (laughs) that I just wasn't wearing makeup. (laughs) I said, Jayla, that's not the lighting. That's my face. When I don't wear makeup, I have no eyebrows. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I made sure to put on some eyebrows just for Miss Weichi. You're welcome, queen. 
You have to browse for your brows. Browse for my brows. Yeah, really, truly. I have to put them on in the morning. Lady. Not normal. Our dogs are devastated that we are up with bright lights on us and they are in bed. Yeah. Truly devastating. Um, I also got some good feedback about the gossip portion of the show. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard some people wishing the gossip was hotter, so today I come with hotter gossip, juicier gossip. Is it truthful? Truthful gossip, yes. Oh, okay. Do you have hot, truthful gossip? Because you have about um, 35 minutes to think of some okay. before it's I, time. It's about that. Like, I do this thing called minding my own business, so... Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I, I'm not good at gossip. It could be... I, I'll train you. It could be... Train you. <laughs> It could be like your own. Like last week it was someone else's gossip that I was like kind of vaguely sharing. This week it's my own my own experience. People don't mess with you? Hmm? People don't mess with you? No. no. Okay. This Oh, cuz you mind your business, people leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> You're not better than me. I have a resting terrorist face, so people leave me alone. That's true. And I was the one that got blamed for 9/11. How's that fair? Yeah. How's that for Sam white Miller? Lady. Sam Miller was trying so yeah, poor white lady. I was trying so hard. Sam was trying so hard to not be racist. <laughs> that he missed the terrorist. <laughs> it's been a long time since anyone's made a terrorist joke about you. Um that's not necessarily true. Me um, and Narn text a lot. That's fair. Not a lot. That's fair. It is Narn's so, specialty. Yeah. I did do a show with him recently and it was delightful. Yeah. It was a great show. I had fun. Yeah. I did Fier- crowd work for like most of my set. Yeah. Fierce County. Fierce County. Yep. Fierce, Fierce County, County Cider. Cider. In Puyallup. 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 It was, uh, it was very fun. Super fun. I got to stretch my legs a little bit. Yeah. I liked w- it. White people moved there because it's got y'all in the name. Puyallup. <laughs> I like that. I said that in a show that I had. Rainier City Growlers, I think, is the mm-hmm. name of the place. I got a pretty good chuckle from all those whites. White? Yeah. Good. Shout out to Shad for booking me on that. Yeah. Oh, Shad's delightful, too. Yeah. It has a cute kitten. <laughs> yeah. A very cute kitten. Um, okay, next segment. <sighs> We're starting a new segment because <clears throat> we don't want to just be like a bummer all the time. Oh, yeah. Right? Trauma is something that happens. Uh, hard things in life happen. You can't avoid that. And... Without being toxically positive, you can still, like, take a moment to appreciate the good things in your life. Faux show. Even in the midst of chaos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You picking up what I'm putting down? You putting down what I'm picking up? Cause <laughs> um, so tell me about our new segment, babe. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what, the, what we're going to name it yet, but... I named it right there on our document. Oh, good things. Oh. <laughs> Except I thought like one of us would say good things and the other one would go, oh. Oh, okay. Sorry. Try it again. Ready? Now it's time for good things. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I do this with my class too. Every day we share our good things. Oh, yeah? They can just be anything, big or small. What's, what's bringing you joy today? And then it kind of naturally progresses to like bad things and weird things and silly things and scary things. And so it just becomes an open space to share whatever's in your life. Wide open space. Oh, sorry. That's a copyright thing. Oops. Um, Our legal team gets no rest. <laughs> they get no rest. Uh, who's that? The chicks? Mm-hmm. The chicks. 
Uh, are am I going first on? Good yeah, day? you're going first. Okay, I uh, not every day, but the plan is to make it every day. But today I did uh, go on a morning walk. Aww. Yeah, it was it was good to get out, and even though it was lightly raining, mm-hmm. um, I should have worn like a more rain protective coat. But uh, walked around around hilltop. Saw the sights, breathed in the the rainy air. <laughs> um, That's delightful. <laughs> yeah, and then I stopped at. Uh, I wanted to stop by the Nineteenth Street um, corner store or whatever. Not you, spo- not you leaking our address. Oh. Get that out. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Not me going past the <laughs> grocery store. Yeah. Um, but they were close, so I went to. I went to a different convenience store and got some goodies. Lovely. And I smashed a whole bag of uh, the, what the, what are they called? Those corn pop chips? Corn pop chips? Yeah. The, Popcorners? I think, I think, yeah, popcorners. Popcorners. The, the kettle, the kettle corn ones. Because those are my favorite. And in my opinion, kettle corn is the superior form of popcorn. I know opinions are just that, opinions, but yours are wrong. Yeah. <coughs> They're wrong. <coughs> Kettle corn's disgusting. It's Caramel not. corn or popcorn? Caramel corn's mid. What? Yeah. Do I even know you? Who are you? Your husband. Show me your ID. <laughs> it's on top of ladies' crate, I think. I thought I knew you. Caramel corn is mid? Yeah. What the heck? You want sweet and salty kettle corn. I don't want sweet and salty. I want sweet or salty. You are sweet and salty. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're right. Yeah. So, and I, you don't like yourself? I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't want to eat myself. Okay, you're disgusting. Uh, <laughs> is that your is that your the, the finale of your good thing? Anything else you want to add on? Uh I didn't do it today because I forgot. But um, that one time I took a gummy and did that walk, and that was delightful. So I think I want to do that. A little happy gummy. Yeah. You saved your gummy for the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for it to kick in. <laughs> in about uh, twenty minutes, it's gonna get real weird over here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm having my um, post work beer. That's what I'm having because it's, it's, uh, I don't even know what time o'clock. It's 7.57 o'clock. <laughs> That's not how you say it. That's not. 7.57 o'clock. Uh, I love teaching time to kids, like teaching them how to read, because they don't understand that you only count by fives for the minutes and not for the hours. Mm-hmm. So they see like if the hour hand is on the seven, they'll be like, it's 35 o'clock. <laughs> Oh, no. It's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. It's almost 36 o'clock. I mean, 40 (laughs) o'clock. I forgot. Counting by fives. (laughs) (laughs) You silly goose. Lovely. Um, Do you hear your dog? Yeah, she's being a very baby. I don't think they'll be able to hear her, but... Oh. You couldn't hear Copper snoring last week. I went back and checked. That's true. Okay. So it's doubtful, but she is... She's really letting us know how she feels, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's bad. She feels bad. She feels sad. She feels sad. So that's upsetting. 
Um, Anywho, what's your good thing? My good thing? Oh, (laughs) oh. See, that's the segment. Good things. Oh. Um, I am a a notoriously slow writer. Um, for comedy, as far as comedy goes, I turn out material so slow because I. Excuse me. Uh, ooh, there's my <laughs> who's the very one tonight. I, um, it it hurts my body to go on stage with a joke and have it not be good right away. So I will like write and write and refine and make sure it's like has a punchline before I get on stage, which is revolutionary for some of us in the Northwest. That's <laughs> gossip. That is what I do. I make sure I have a punchline, and I am I do my best to make sure it's going to be funny before I bring new material to the stage. And so I churn out material very slow. But lately, I have had quite a few new successful bits. So that's exciting for me. Prolific. Prolific, even. Oh, my God. I did the Fierce County show in Puyallup with Naren, and um, Chase Myers was headlining, and Zach Summerfield was there, and I was featuring. <laughs> he like did like a guest spot or whatever. Maybe he hosted no, he did a guest spot. He did a guest spot. And um, Chase watched me do 30 minutes where maybe like half of that was material and half of that was me just like messing with the crowd, asking them what they do, seeing if I could do crowd work, essentially. And I got off stage and Chase goes, you, you, that's a lot. Of, you did really good. It was really good up there. He said, you were prolific. I said, what the fuck, Chase? You can't say that to me. I'm going to overthink that for the rest of my life. Prolific. He later came back and told me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to give you a complex. You just write a lot. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Which still feels like a compliment to me because I churn out material so slow. Yeah. So my new bits. My new bits are my good thing. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And I have some fun shows coming up where i can try them specifically tomorrow mm. uh but this podcast will come out after that yeah at the mcminimins show i'm excited minimum begin again i'm excited for that yeah that'll be fun good good stuff <laughs> good uh good stuff oh oh that's a hard turn oh yeah now we're getting into uh, the we're getting into the to the juice so um i feel like a good transition would be <laughs> to talk about something that happened at work today. Okay. Uh, for those of you who know or don't know, we have taken in a, a sweet eight-year-old child who is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and she, at school today, she lent me one of her little squishy balls. And it was like a squishy ball full of Orbeez. And I had it in my, in my classroom. And she's like, you're not going to let the fifth graders touch it, right? And I was like, absolutely not. She's like, you're not going to let them break it, right? And I was like, absolutely not. And today, there was a commotion in the back of my classroom, and I look, and on this kid's desk is every single Orby that was inside her little squish ball just scattered everywhere. And I looked at him, and I said, was that the squish ball from my desk? And he said, yeah. And I said, that was my daughter's. And he was mortified, and the whole class was like, (gasps) and I was like, do you want to tell her that you broke it, or should I? How are we going to let her know that this was broken? Because that is heartbreaking. That is disappointing to this poor child. <laughs> and he was like mortified. He's like, can you, can you, can you tell her? And he like cleaned up. I had them clean up all the Orbeez. 
Um, Orbeez are the bane of my existence right now, by the way. And, and slime. And slime. Ugh. I had to change my shirt because there was slime on my shirt. It's fine. <laughs> Children are a gift. Children are a gift. Um, but after the Orbeez explosion, I had told our, our sweet child at the end of the day, I said, just so you know, one of my students broke your squish ball. And she said, what? She was devastated. And we went back up to my classroom at the end of the day, and she made me point to the desk of the student who did it. She goes, which one was it? And I said, back there. She got a piece of paper. She got a pencil. And she sat at my desk, and she said, Rachel, how do you spell how dare you? <laughs> and she wrote him a note on his desk that said, how dare you? And yeah. left it for him to find tomorrow morning. Dang. I know. <sighs> Brutal. It's diabolical. Diabolical indeed. Um, how did we come across this child? Um, just found her after uh, someone passed. Yeah. <laughs> on the freeway. We just were like, give it, yeah. give it, give it. <laughs> yeah, they just passed us on the freeway and tossed the kid out of the moving car and she landed safely in our car. Buckled and yep. the seatbelt and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what really happened is she's my niece. And my sister passed away seven years ago in a car accident. So my mom was raising her. And in June, uh, my mom very suddenly passed away from a heart attack, which was terrible. Yeah. It was the worst day ever. Yeah. It was horrible. Really? Yeah. You have on the one hand uh, death, which is just dramatic on its own. And then mm -hmm. add to that that death causing us to become instant parents when we've been trying to be parents for so long anyway. Yeah. And we're just like doing our thing being comedians over here. Yeah. And we get a phone call from my mom. Uh, and it's, she was like, hey, you need to come get Rachel, is what she said. But she meant the kid's name. Uh, you need to come get Rachel because I'm about to call 911. And I was like, what the heck? And I didn't ask any questions. I just said, okay, we're on our way. We got there, and she was, like, having, she was throwing up. She was having stomach pain. She had, like, a thunderclap headache is what she called it. Turns out it was a heart attack. Yep. Um, and so she, we thought we had the kid for one night, and the next day we took her to the zoo, and that was the day my mom passed. Yeah. And we had to, like, go to the hospital, and they were, like, doing CPR on her, and everyone, like, looked at me, like, can we stop? She's yeah. been down for over an hour. Can we stop? And everyone looked at me, and I was like, um, no pressure. Yeah. No one, no one told me, like, who's qualified to make that call? Why me? Because you were her only kid that was there. Yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. I was her only kid that was there. <clears throat> Technically, she was with one of the others. Because <laughs> my sister's dead. Do you get it? Do you get it? Yeah, that was a... So it's kind of like a little reunion, you yeah. know? Getting into the dark jokes already. Yeah. Now we have um, my sister's ashes were with my mom. And then when we were going through my mom's house, we ended up with those. So now we have two urns in our kitchen. Yep. That's my rap name. Two yeah. urns. Two urns. <laughs> Timmy Booth called it our family spice rack, <laughs> which is <laughs> wild. That's a bar. <clears throat> um, and one of the most traumatic things about that happening was cleaning out her house. Yeah. It was terrible because she, hmm, how do I say this, was disgusting. I love her. She <laughs> loved her so much. She had so much shit. 
literal shit from her animals and like things she didn't need. Um, And when I got to her house, (laughs) one of the most upsetting things to me was going into the kitchen and seeing all the pictures she had on the fridge. She had pictures of my brother, my sister, my nieces. She had pictures of her parents, her siblings, my cousins. She had Levi Manis's magnet on her fridge. <laughs> Levi Manis's magnet. Was there a picture of me on that fridge anywhere? No. Nowhere. I wasn't on there. No pictures of you? No pictures of me. But Levi Manis was on there. <laughs> the fridge was missing out. I know. I know. It was wild. So all that happened, we became instant parents. And um, how is that going for you? I am struggling. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Um, do, am I elaborating? Uh, yeah, please, that's a podcast. Literally, that's... <laughs> yes, you're elaborating. <laughs> um, it's just... Uh, talk about this in therapy. Oh, that could be another good thing. I've been going to therapy. Yay. Uh, I think that gummy is kicking in, so this is going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> woo woo. Do you ever take a gummy before you go to therapy? No. Do you think you'd get in trouble? I don't know. I don't Did think Did you, so. like, sign an agreement? It's on Zoom. Yeah. Did you, like, sign an agreement that, like, I would, like, in college, like, I'll come sober? I don't think so. You should go to therapy. Hi. Don't, don't, do yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't think I'm going to get as much out of it if I'm... Anyway. Uh, so, I am struggling with... Because uh, the most responsibility I've ever had for a child was being an uncle. That's all I... Um, like... Okay. Uh, so, to her... All this time I've just been random dude that she rides on his shoulders at the zoo. Yeah. And now I have to, like, step up and be parent. But the, I don't know, lately I've been feeling like uh, she doesn't view me that way. And she's probably never going to view me that way. And... Um, one thing that I've been struggling with, and it's, uh, the level of this feeling has gone down quite a bit lately, but just the aspect of me being (coughs) a brown guy and her being a very, very white child. Um, Ketchup is spicy white. Yeah. Like barbecue lays are spicy chips. Um, watermelon toothpaste is spicy. (laughs) Like that. That's crazy. Uh, um, so yeah, I just have been struggling with that. As uh, like, there's always that possibility. And it's not. It's not. Maybe not a possibility. Like highly, highly unlikely. But mm-hmm. if we're out in public, just the two of us, and she has meltdown, I'm getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, that's super valid. <coughs> Super valid. That's one of the reasons why that was like listed on court documents of why we needed proof that yeah we are like her guardians. And uh, yeah, and it it feels like, and it's never out in public like you've said before, but mm-hmm. 
lately it feels like every time I say almost anything to her, like a meltdown happens. Yeah. Which doesn't make me feel good about, like, I don't know, being her parent when she doesn't want me there. Yeah. And I know I'm the adult and she's an eight-year-old, but yeah. it, yeah. That's tough. And she also has never had, a like, a father figure before. So she's naturally more inclined to, like, go to me or her sister. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't, I don't know, it feels like I'm invisible. I'm being ignored, which has kind of been, like, a common thing in my life anyway. Like, yeah. especially as a kid. Yeah. It's always... I was always so and so's younger brother, so and miss so and so's son. I was never just me. Yeah. And um yeah, so that doesn't help with those feelings. So Yeah. <clears throat> That's all super valid. Yeah. Even now it just feels like I'm Rachel's husband. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. That's not your fault. Do you want to be my boyfriend instead? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's tough. That's a lot. It's a lot to chew on. Yeah. And it is difficult, too, because, I mean, I had a morning with her the other day, yesterday, actually, Mm because I was really stressed about, like, paperwork I had to get done, and I had to take a half day off so I could serve people, and it was all very dramatic, just to, like, check boxes for this, like, hearing. And no matter what I said to her just tears tears meltdown tears yeah she's like i want medicine i gave her medicine okay take your medicine tears you asked me for it yeah you asked me for it what do you mean Mm -hmm. and part of it is like you got to keep in mind this child has been through trauma which i'm used to working with children who have been through trauma but i'm also used to giving them back to their parents yeah um and so the the relentlessness of parenthood is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And it's it's a hard time for all of us because we're all going through this like grieving and this adjustment to a new normal and it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Like and it's just so much different than when I became an uncle. Yeah. Like you're like those kids had a blank slate. Like all the all the trauma that they will have gone through they like it didn't happen yet so yeah i mean their mother is my sister so there's going to be a lot of trauma associated with that but uh (laughs) that's a story for another time (laughs) truly Um, truly we have that in common we both have punk ass sisters yeah um mine's easier to deal with now though she just hangs out on the shelf yeah (laughs) Her and mom, they're pretty close right now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're being very shellfish lately. So shellfish. Like, oh, you guys just get to sit above the dirty dishes and I have to watch the kid? Okay. <laughs> um, I have sometimes been, like, when I'm in the kitchen, stopping and just, like, talking to mom's urn sometimes. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. A lot of it has been, how the hell did you deal with this? <laughs> She yelled. That's what she did. She yelled a lot. We don't do that, though. I don't do that. 
I did one time. You did one time. But it was a safety issue. It was like you were driving a car. She was screaming in the back seat. That is yeah. like a that's a that's a road safety problem. Mm. That's the only time I will yell is like because I am with kids all the time at work. The only time I'll ever yell is if someone is in immediate danger. Like I need to stop something right now or someone's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, whatever is going on, even though it's infuriating and enraging, can be dealt with in a calm manner. Yeah, I <clears throat> try to take a deep breath in, in those situations, but my deep breaths sound intimidating, I think. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not intimidated by you. You don't scare me. <laughs> I ain't scared of you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'll bite you. Yeah. Yeah. You've never been in a fight before. I've been in so many fights. <laughs> yeah. I've been in so many fights. Yeah. Yeah. With who? With. Um. Uh. With, Tiana. <laughs> Yeah, y'all fist fought? We fist fought um, with my internal demons. We fight every day. I don't think that's the kind of fight we're talking about, though. I fist fought a Starbucks barista once. I don't think that's true. I did. I did. They said, we're out of pumpkin spice. And I said, not on my watch. How would fighting them make more pumpkin spice appear? It wasn't about that. It was about revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. How dare you come at me with solutions right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast about getting through trauma. And yeah, I had a solution. What's your solution? Uh, Ask for what I want. Yeah, and don't take out frustration on bottom level employees when it's not their fault. <laughs> You're right. I didn't actually get in a fight with the Starbucks I barista. I would like to admit that publicly. Oh, there's your hot gossip. No. My hot gossip is different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a lot of adjustment over here. Yeah. It's been there have been very fun moments. Mm-hmm. There have been very tough moments. There have been very exciting moments. Like when Nana says, <laughs> Do you wanna just leave her here? <laughs> and we go, Bye. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah. When we went to Wild Waves, that was very fun. We did that like as a little family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we like laughed like little kids in the wave pool. Yeah. That was super fun. Yeah. There were still meltdowns there, but it was... I didn't, I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, you can't ask too much of an eight-year-old, let alone an eight-year-old that lost her parent and then lost her parent again. Yeah. You know? And I try to remember that whenever I'm feeling frustrated, but... Yeah. You know what we should do? We should just have our own baby. Oh, wait. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Yeah. We could, there are still options we have not explored. Like anal. Gummies in full effect right now. The man was too too stunned to speak. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> it might work. That's all I'm saying. My cousins are gay and they have a baby. <laughs> we should just do what they do. Good thing we're not famous. 
What do you mean? You think I'd get canceled? You just said some way out of pocket. You think I'd get canceled for that? (laughs) Okay, okay. Gay people have sex. Woo, groundbreaking. (laughs) So problematic. (laughs) They actually went through IVF. We could do that. Mm. I don't. Since I'm Mexican, would it be IVF? Yeah, it would. Mm. That sounds racist. Yeah, it does. And you said it. Well, I was asking what the white people would call it, and you said that's what they call you it. You did not say, what do the white people call it? <laughs> you know what I meant by they. <laughs> <laughs> You're toxic. You're toxic, and I love you. Um, we could do IVF, but that's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Wildly expensive. And not a guarantee. I just talked to a guy at a show on Saturday that said they were they were going through IVF and it didn't stick. So Woohoo. Yeah. You mean I could have the same trauma I go through naturally for twenty thousand dollars? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. That's a small sedan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. You wanna do it? Um I am a woman of God, first of all. And I cannot procreate, so there's no meaning. No need, I mean, to do it. No need, I mean, Um, what were we talking about? What were we, what, what, what? We were talking about parenthood. Parenthood. Parents. Instant parents. Yeah. It was hard for me, too. One thing that was really hard for me was becoming a mom the minute I lost my mom. Yeah. So, like, there were, like, mom things I wanted to ask my mom. But I couldn't ask my mom because I was a mom because my mom died. Yeah. And then the first time I got sick. And you know, like, you're sick and you just want your mom? Mm-hmm. That, like, fucked me up. Yeah. It fucked me up. She couldn't hand you that can of dry. She couldn't. And honestly, what my mom would have done when I was sick is she would have said, <laughs> I made a ham yesterday. You can come pick up some if you want. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't have delivered it. She wouldn't have tucked me in. And then the glaze had pineapple in it. And the glaze had pineapple in it, and I'm allergic. Uh, so I can't have it after all. <laughs> oh, and she lost my Christmas present. Uh, t- <laughs> That's my mother. I love her. Yeah. And may she rest in peace on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, th- I, think th- I think parenthood has been... I've been I've been struggling to find where I fit into parenthood because my head's so big. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit into hoods very well. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> but you're brown. You fit right in in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it. Wow. Is that the clip or is that going to get me canceled? <laughs> no, I think that's the clip right there. You think that's the clip right there? Yeah. I love it. Uh, I love laughing with you. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. It's, I feel like after the summer we had, yeah, like it's been, it's been hard to find the laughs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like just in the past couple of weeks, like, is when we finally started laughing together again. Yeah. Uh, I talked about that in therapy, like, because it was, I don't know, it's, been, it's just been 
there hasn't been time for us to process anything, let alone mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. So it's just been all of all of the energy focused on that. And then, oh, yeah, there's a kid that you have to put all of your energy into, too. Yeah. And she won't wear socks. Put on your socks, man. Please, wear socks. (laughs) For some reason, she doesn't want to wash her own hair. It's exhausting. Yeah. I get, I know that it's, like, frustrating being the one that's never chosen, but being the one that's always chosen is a different level of, Mm -hmm. like, exhaustion. Like, if I don't wash her hair, her hair won't get washed. Mm-hmm. It's, like, something I just got to, like, buck up and do. Um, so that's tough, too. Yeah. But I have enjoyed laughing with you. And I feel like we waste a lot of good jokes and riffs as we're laying down to go to bed. <laughs> so thank God for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, we can share it with the world now. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole world's going to be in on our grossness. They sure are. And they better like it. I have a text message. Oh. I have a text message. Who's it from? I have an Instagram notification. That's very exciting. Are we checking notifications on? Um, if if you want to be like Sam Miller, you could. <laughs> I uh, mine was a Instagram message from my best man in our wedding. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we send each other reels like almost nonstop. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Mine was from my coworker. Oh. Yeah. He's a former coworker. There we go. We used to. God, that was loud. Yeah. (laughs) What up, wipers? (laughs) It's wipers. Hey, wipers. How we doing? Recording podcast. Get back to you later. He's going to be asleep in about five minutes, so. (laughs) He's old. (laughs) He's old and bald. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think he might listen to the podcast, so. (laughs) Very exciting stuff for him. Mm -hmm. Um, What were we talking about? Parenthood. Parenthood. Getting back to laughing. Getting back to laughing. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been lovely. I like having fun with you. Mm. And life has been so hard. Dealing with like the court, dealing with mm. like death things, like getting a house cleared out, getting paperwork filed from the, her job, and yeah. getting like picking an urn, like all those yeah. things, picking up her ashes. It's like all these like things I had to do that I was not ready to do, and that nobody, like, People offered to help me, <clears throat> and I did have a lot of help with a lot of it. I'm not going to say that I didn't because I had so much help and so much support. Um, but there were parts of it that, like, I just had to do. I just had to do it. My, like, I had to fill out the paperwork. Mm-hmm. That was my job. And it sucks. Yeah. I like It's one of those things I'm like, Mom. <laughs> help. Help. <laughs> Unfortunately, she cannot. She's done all the helping she can do. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. She was a very she was a very good woman. Yeah. She helped out a lot of people. Yeah, not me, but other people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she helped you by putting you on this earth in the first place. True. True, true, true. Um hot gossip. It's about that time. Is it really already? It's been forty three minutes. Okay. And my hot gossip is gonna take a minute, so Okay. What's your um, um I'm I'm going to I'm going to fix the camera real quick. Okay. You keep them busy, okay? Okay. What how do I keep them busy? Just talk. Think about your hot gossip. It's a podcast. Hey. Yeah, talk, talk. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to talking especially without a prompt. So, 
uh, yabba dabba do. Oh, uh, there's something. Um, I'll just, while she's doing that, I'll tell y'all a terrible dad joke that I thought of the other day. Um, why did Fred Flintstone have to change his clothes? Because, oh. I don't know. Go ahead. Because he got yabba dabba doo doo on him. (laughs) Nice. You hated that when I told you that in bed the other yeah. night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to send a text, so you keep going. You keep doing it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Am, do I just do bad jokes that they w- that I wouldn't say on stage? Yeah, that's some hot gossip. Okay. Oh, that's another thing. I was going to ask if hot gossip, like, like, what's the definition of gossip? Um, it's like a, It's like a secret. It's like it's like something it's a good story that someone was like he did what? That's what I think of with gossip. Okay. Well, I I just something that is like surprising that some is also something that maybe I shouldn't be telling. Yeah. It's like a little bit naughty. Uh. But like not so naughty that like you're actually gonna get in trouble for it. <laughs> um, you know, like there's things I could say on this podcast that I'm not gonna say because I would lose trust in people that I need to trust me. Which sounds strategic. It's that's just friendship, though. <laughs> I don't know. Can I make something up? Yeah. Um, I can't even make it up. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. And then you can think and see if you have anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my hot gossip is related to comedy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ah. Um, if you don't know, I am helping to run and produce the Funniest Motherfucker competition at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting stuff, right? Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. We're about to have the finals. On October 17th, 17th, one week from today, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be packed. It's I'm seeing these comp lists people are sending in. It's it's a lot. Um, hopefully, some people buy tickets too because we like money. But right, whatever. Uh, people just want to win, so we'll see what happens. It's anyone's games. I could not tell you who's going to win. Um, I could tell you who treated me poorly in the process. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no one in the finals. Everyone in the finals is just a delight. Um, I would go to war for them. I would I would uh, kiss their baby, sign their titties. I would do anything. I would do anything for them. Um, but what I'm learning is taking on a leadership role in comedy. I do this at work all the time. I take on leadership roles at work all the time. But in comedy, there is no HR. There's no one um, in charge of everyone's behavior. So really it's just like feral adults out there who think that they are hot. Shit. <laughs> I had to find my button. <laughs> they think they're hot. So. That was perfect. That was perfect. Okay. So they come at me so hot. Like I volunteered for this. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? What does that look like, Rachel? Running this competition. What did you have to do? It couldn't be that hard. Um, I had to make promotional flyers with Jayla because Jayla hates anything I make. So she, I make mm-hmm. it and then she fixes it, d- deletes it and makes something else. Uh, <laughs> I had to make the flyers. I had to make the registration form. 
I also just did that for the karaoke competition at Nate's, so you need to sign up for that. Okay. When is it? It starts on November 1st, I think. First. <laughs> November 1st, I think. Um, I had to sort through all the responses after people had paid their $10, submitted their forms. I just sort through all the responses and decide who gets to stay and who gets to go. Because mm-hmm. we had too many submissions, not enough spots. And um, the pressure that I felt making that decision, especially because... We couldn't have done this, but like we didn't ask for tapes. We didn't ask for references. We just asked for a bio, Instagram, like social media handles. And I kind of used that to judge like people I didn't know. Like, are you actually a comedian? Are you someone who's just like popping in thinking you can win a couple grand in this competition? Trying to see like how legit someone is. Because if you're a legit comedian, you probably have some presence online. You know, you probably have a bio that speaks to your credits and you know your experience and all that stuff and so I had to make some decisions about who stayed and who went uh and people were not happy with me people were mad Mm -hmm. there was one individual who was very upset because he didn't get in and um I didn't know who he was I didn't know who he was and you know who he is (laughs) and um my co-producers knew who he was but they weren't there when I was making the call I didn't know who he was I didn't know and I didn't he didn't get in and now that i know who he is he absolutely should have gotten it mm-hmm. <laughs> but he it, it it was like such confusion and such frustration uh that he didn't get in that was tough for me because mm-hmm. i was like i did all this work i spent hours no one's saying thank you you know except for gretchen Hahn. thank you gretchen <laughs> <laughs> not very many people are saying like thank you not very many people are seeing like the afternoons I spent getting sunburned on Jayla's deck, like trying to like sort this out. <laughs> the hours I spent going through emails and like checking transactions and whatever. And it was, it was just a lot. Um, and then like making lineups and then making posters for everybody. Like it was a lot of work. And um, there was also some people because the, the registration process is two steps. Uh, step number one is you fill out the Google form. You share your email, your, your availability, all that stuff. Step number two is you pay your $10 and it's in a separate link. And so people would pay the $10 and not go back and like submit their Google form. So when I'm looking at my spreadsheet, they're not on it. And they're like, I paid you $10. I paid you $10. What do you mean I'm not in the competition? If you don't want me on stage, just say it. And I'm like, I, you literally, you didn't do, you didn't fill out the paper. Yes, I did. I filled it out. I did it. I I swear to God. And they're like calling me a bitch and like, yeah. like <laughs> making comments like her bitch ass. Like she's like rigging the competition. So Richie's going to win. And then I didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah. So they look real dumb now. Yeah. Um, and it just, it cracks me up because they created this whole story in their head about me, about what I did, about why I did it. When really, I just like was like, I have this huge spreadsheet full of names. I know some of them. I don't know some of them. And some of you didn't even fucking fill out the form. So your money is like, I have your money, but I don't have your information to even tell you if you're in or not. Hmm. You know, Am I sp- like, and sure, I could have like cross-referenced every transaction with every name on the spreadsheet, but I thought I could trust adults <laughs> to read directions. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I made it so clear. It was so clear. And then um, people even had the nerve 
to ask for refunds of their ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Because they did not fill out the form properly or they did not get accepted into the competition. Which is like just not how it works. And how it works when you apply to festivals. Exactly. And there's also people who would like show up on competition nights and like like it was an open mic. Like, can I get on stage? <laughs> and I'm like, I did all this work. <laughs> I made all these posters. I disappointed everybody and now you want to just like waltz in and get on stage it's infuriating it's infuriating um so i've never been called a bitch more in my life for doing a favor for the comedy community (laughs) and i think it's been a pretty good experience i think some people had a not great experience some most people though as far as i know their experiences have been good in the competition um but wow wow Mm-hmm. I have never been called a bitch more in my life. Yeah, you really get to see part of the ugly side of humanity. Yeah. And it's like the misogyny comes out and it's like just blatant. Mm-hmm. It's just blatant. So that's um, tough for me. That's tough to deal with. But that's my hot gas is that like these. Uh, and Comedy <laughs> as a whole is misogynistic. What? <laughs> Spoiler, they were all men. They were all men who failed to follow directions. They were all men who yelled at me. And accused me of rigging a competition. There do be men that do that. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It's literally whatever. And then I, I realized too, like, these people wouldn't be, like, calling me a bitch. They wouldn't be, like, calling me a gatekeeper if I wasn't in a space that they wanted to be in. Like, and, and I, I didn't reject anybody. There was one person I rejected on purpose. There's n- <laughs> nobody else, though, did I reject on purpose. Nobody else did I, like lose your application or whatever like mm. you just didn't follow directions homie you mm. click the link to pay and close your computer you got to go back and submit so that's my hot gossip all right did you think of anything while i was sharing oh i, f- I forgot that's what i was supposed to be thinking about um or do you want to add on to my hot gossip you want to name some names Um, I don't know if I want to name names, but the name that, one of the names that, uh, was calling you bitch was someone who I thought was a friend. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. I thought so too. And I was like, dude, you're my buddy. If I saw you on there, I would have thrown your ass in there in a heartbeat. I've like put, and I've put him on stage at that club before. Yeah. At the open mic. So to think that I like all of a sudden... Like, had this weird vendetta or, like... Yeah, it's disappointing yeah. when people who you thought were friends call your wife a bitch, so... Yeah, isn't that... And, like, it's not even... It's not even my fault. You didn't follow the directions. And I tried to tell him that, and he was like, I did, I did. He just was insistent. And I was, like, sending him screen recordings and screenshots of the... I'm like, I, it's not here. It's not here. So you clearly didn't. The spreadsheet is, like, generated automatically from the responses to the sheet. Mm-hmm. So you clearly didn't do your part. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was my friend too. I found that a lot. I think that men are my like friend in comedy. And I say that like loosely, like acquaintance or whatever. And the second they feel wronged, I am a bitch and I'm a monster and I'm toxic and secret. And phew, I'm saying secrets on the podcast now. Who's toxic and secret? Who's toxic and secret now? <laughs> Not me. I'm a bitch. I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) I go secret undercover. (laughs) Yeah. 
So there's been some big disappointments for me recently of people who I thought were my friends um, creating a narrative about me and like cutting me off. Yeah. Which like some of them I don't care. There was one that I was like a little bummed about, but yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. And you know, I'm always going to be with you. So yeah. 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 And I mean, I wouldn't expect you to turn down an opportunity because someone was a butthead to me. I just would expect you to go and then fight them in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I kid. But it's, uh, you know. Yeah. Traumatize me, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. People don't talk about the morning of friendships lost. Yeah. Oh, God, do I have some of those. Yeah. Like. At least these people yelled at me instead of ghosting me. Yeah. It's just like mourning someone who's still alive. Yeah. Which like, it makes me want to fix that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For legal reasons, that was a joke. Sit down. Legal team, sit down. (laughs) Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Um, I want to check quickly because I, there were a couple of things I wrote down and I couldn't remember if they were jokes or things I wanted to say. <laughs> no, those are jokes. Those are not things I want to say on the podcast. So, okay. Stand down. Oh, does dog gossip count? Yeah. Um, Copper try to, tries to hump ladies sometimes. They're brother and sister. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. He did what? They are both part white. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) We got to wrap this up. We got to wrap it up. How are we going to put a bow on that? Uh, You're going to tie it. You're going to wrap it around bunny ears and loop, and then you'll have a bow. Is that what you're going to say? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) You think you know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How did we end it last time? We just we just said see you later. Oh, hmm. Do we want to think of something? A segment to close it. Yeah. In the next one minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's our segment to close it. Say the first word you can think of that starts with a D. Ready? One, two, three. Dinosaur. D- <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's try it again. Okay. Are we doing the same letter? Yes, and we say it at the same time, and we try to get to the same thing, okay? Okay. Okay, on the count of three, say the first word you can think of that starts with an S. One, two, three. Super. I thought you said F. You're not saying anything. (laughs) Let's try it again. Okay, third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. I thought you said F. S, like Stanley. Here we go. Um, We'll we'll do a different letter, because I already thought of something. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the count of three, say the first word you can think of that starts with a C. One, two, three. Copper. Hunt. Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll work on that for next episode. Okay. I think we got it. You want to try again? Okay. What letter? Um, w. Okay. One, two, three. One Worcestershire. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful? That's a wonderful word. Yeah. And I said Worcestershire? It's pronounced Worcestershire. Whatever. Whatever. That's my W word. Whatever. Okay. Now we got to find what's in common between wonderful and Worcestershire. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Flavor. Mm-hmm. Bloody Mary. <laughs> okay, now we have to find something that's connected between Bloody Mary and flavor. Okay. okay one, two, three. Tomato. Tomato. Yes. 
<laughs> we did it. Okay. This has been Traumatize Me Captain. My name's Rachel Lefty. My name's Richie Lefty. I love the way we ended this. <laughs> this is amazing. Have a good time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>